Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and welcome back to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. <clears throat> Aurora is uh, excited still uh, because of the season that we are in and she wanted to make sure to wish you guys a happy Halloween-y season again. Um, it's because, you know, she's a dachshund, which is a weenie dog and uh, she calls it Halloween-y season and she loves the season. She has to wear her sweaters and things like that, so she really enjoys it. But in the spirit of that Halloween season, uh, today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about <clears throat> the. We're actually going to be talking about Disney and other IPs um, that are Halloween related that need a revamp. Okay, so some of these may be a little controversial. You know, obviously there's a lot of different, um, a lot of different people that you know have you know, opinions on these types of things when it comes to, you know, oh my gosh, how can you remake that? How can you reboot that? How can you do this? How can you do that? There's a lot of things when it comes to that. There are, there are definitely people that, um, you know, it, it's going to be, <clears throat> it's going to be a challenge to pick the right ones that people are okay with revamping. But at this point, we're just stipulating. We're talking about things that we have no idea um, what's going on. But we will say, you know, because of all the revamps that we've been seeing and the, the success that some of them have had, we think it's going to be a really good spot at this point to redo some of these movies. Um, actually, just to let you guys know, <clears throat> the Haunted Mansion movie uh, just cast Danny DeVito to star with Owen Wilson. Um, so this is not the Muppets one. This is the new live action movie of the Haunted Mansion that's going to be redone, uh, which we're very excited about. Can't wait for it to get done at this point. Um, but obviously it's not coming for this year's Halloween, uh, but uh, I think I think supposed to be done for next year's Halloween. We'll see. Obviously, Hocus Pocus two is going to be coming out next year, and so with these types of things, uh, you know, there's a, a ton of opportunity for us to sit there and think about, hey, what else could get redone right now? What else is there from our childhoods, from the past that that could be brought back to life with new technology that we have in the in the film industry and make something that's really really cool. So, uh, with that being said, we will go ahead and uh, start talking about some of these things. Uh, you know, just checking right now, see if there's any huge things we needed to discuss or talk about when it comes to you know the film industry. I will say one thing: Indiana Jones' uh, release date was delayed 11 months. Okay, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, and this is Disney. Disney officially delays Indiana Jones 5. Uh, release date 11 months to June June of 2023. I mean, <clears throat> that's a lot. That's a very long time. It's almost a year, guys. Um, I haven't read the details of what's going on with it, but that's that's really crazy that it's going to be delayed that that far. Um, so yeah, just one thing to think about there with Indiana Jones. Um, I know we talked about you know Disney in our last podcast episode. Uh, you know. Prices, uh, the cost of Disney has risen more than rent and gas since the 70s. You know, they are not just raising to the base base rate of inflation. They're you know, raising higher than that. It's something to pay attention to um, because they're not just raising it because of inflation purposes, which is, is a little upsetting. It's a little upsetting. I know we had some things we were frustrated with with the Disney Genie and, the, and things like that we talked about. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, we'll see what continues going on with Disney and, and how they control their business. Um you know, we've been seeing the trailers for Batman, uh, the Batman movie, with Robert Pattinson playing uh, playing the role of Batman. 
So because of that, um, you know, it, it's something to think about. We don't really want to talk about it all too much because, you know, it, I, I don't know. I just don't really like getting into things based on trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, you can speculate things. I mean, I think it looks pretty good to me, uh, but we'll see. You know, you never know how his, you never know how, um, you know, Robert Pattinson is going to actually portray the role um, and, and if it's going to be a fit or not until you're watching the full film, <clears throat> you know, they're going to show highlights and things like that, but maybe they show a scene that he didn't do that well in, or maybe they show one that he did do good in. I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it, it's just going to be interesting to see how that, that one develops. But that being said, <clears throat> let's go ahead. We've taken enough time to go through and see if there's any last minute stuff to, to chat with you guys about. And we'll talk about today's episode, which is Halloween themed, um, IPs that need a revamp. Uh, so first off, we are going to be talking about Halloween Town. <clears throat> okay, Halloween Town is first off. These films were great until they changed the standard Disney lead girl. Okay, I don't know the name of the girl, the actress that played Marnie in the original three films: Halloween Town, Halloween Town Two, and Halloween Town High. But when they came out with <clears throat> Return to Halloween Town. They changed the lead actress, okay? Now, reports were that the original girl didn't even know they were going to be redoing it. They didn't even know that they were going to be uh, making another film. And, you know, Disney came out at the time and said, oh, she was busy filming other things. Well, I don't know if that's the case because she said that she didn't even know the filming was happening. So there's a little bit of discrepancy there uh, from people's sides of things. And if you look at Disney during that time period, what were they doing? They were going straight to that standard, stereotypical blonde girl that, you know, can pull off some, you know, older teen vibes of like sexiness as well as, you know, being very thin, you know, very thin. She was a very thin actress, the new girl they put in there, um, you know, like, somewhat skeletal looking in her face a little bit honestly and and everybody else was the same <clears throat> you know it's different if you if you change one person you change like the whole cast like I felt like that would have been even better to do but at this point they kept everyone the same but changed Marnie and I mean they could have explained it with like some magical spell she tried to use to look pretty you know but it was it, I hated it I hated that they changed her I couldn't even finish the movie, I think I got like 15 minutes in and then had to stop because it just wasn't, it wasn't the same. It didn't have the same feel to it, you know, because this girl was all about those, you know, standard Disney type faces of shock and awe and, you know, makeup, full faced makeup, face of makeup, every single shot she was in. Um, so that happened and the film franchise died at that one. And um, it's sad because these films were really good up until that one and that kind of ruined it. It's an amazing franchise. If you guys have not seen Halloween Town, um, we're not talking about the place Jack Skellington lives from Nightmare Before Christmas. We are talking about Halloween Town, the movies, um, really, really cute movies back in the day. Um, Debbie Reynolds was a star of those films. She's a great actress uh, in her own right, and, and she did such a good job in those films. <clears throat> this IP needs presence in the Disney World parks during Halloween and a reboot of the movies, actually. Uh, because, like I said, we, they've already they already recasted the main character in the last one, so I feel like you know people are already angry and lost that kind of nostalgia with it because of that. So go ahead and redo it, redo it at this point. It's been around long enough. I think you could reboot it, and you know it still be 
you know, it's, it'd still be something that's successful and people are really going to enjoy. Halloween Town would be an epic land in Disney <clears throat> as well in the parks uh, with staff dressed as characters from it. Uh, you know, so they could be dressed as ghouls and things like that. So literally you think you walked into Halloween Town and just transform something. Maybe maybe it's Tomorrowland or something like that. You transform that land into Halloween Town during the Halloween season. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it could do really, really well. The thing with rebooting it, there's plenty of you know actors and things like that that you could get nowadays uh, the, to play a really good role in that. Uh, if you're gonna reboot it, <clears throat> please go with that sweet, innocent, you know, cute type of girl instead of that stereotypical blonde that you know everybody's you know looking at how thin she is and how good she looks. Like, let's focus on the person, please, because that was the great thing about the original Halloween Town movies. But if you haven't seen them, please check out the Halloween Town movies. This is definitely one that could use a, a reboot, and uh, I think it would still be <clears throat> a viable movie today. I think it would still be a viable movie today, and a good one that Disney could go back to the vault, pull out of there, and make some more money on. Next is uh, Tower of Terror. Now, a lot of you don't know about this film. I didn't know about this film for a long time, but Tower of Terror was a Disney film that came out. Um, can't remember if it came out after the ride or before the ride. I'm pretty sure it came out after the ride. But this film, when it came out, it had Kirsten Dunst in it. And the, I mean, it, it was it was good. It was a good film from like what the reviews and things are. The problem is you can't really find it right now. You can't find it anywhere to stream, which is frustrating. I mean, we have Disney Plus, and I can't watch a Disney movie, especially a Halloween, a like scary Halloween ghostly themed movie. I can't watch it, <laughs> and I have Disney Plus. It's so frustrating that I can't watch Tower of Terror because I really wanna really wanna see it and. Um, this film, to me, I think it's got a great concept. It's got that iconic ride at Disney that people love. And I don't think it was promoted enough back in the day. There's so many people that just don't even know that this was ever made. And I think for that reason, it would be a very good reboot to do. Um, one, you should put the, the original one up on Disney+. Plus. Um, so Disney+, Plus, if you ever listen to this, probably won't. Please put it up on Disney+. Plus. Um, and right now, the only way you can buy it is DVD on Amazon. I have not went ahead and done that at this point, so I haven't got a chance to watch it myself. But reviews were good from it. I had a <clears throat> had a good cast, a couple good good actors uh, casted in there, and I, and I just really think that they could make a cool theme to this. I think they could do a really nice reboot, uh, have it be something that goes along with the ride, even revamp the ride story somewhat to make it like fit well with what the movie does and and now you've got specific characters people are like oh my gosh that's the person from the movie you know and now it's now it's something that they're revitalized in instead of just oh let's go on the tower of terror ride let's go on the drop ride no 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 let's go see this person in that ride i think that will actually help to make the ride even better than what it already is which it's one of the staple attractions out there at hollywood studios anyway but um really really good opportunity there to revamp the tower of terror i think could be really well done next is beetlejuice okay now the beetlejuice movies those are ones that people are going to say oh my gosh it's too iconic the characters are too iconic you can't reboot that what are you talking about i'm not saying to reboot this as a live action Honestly, I don't want to see it rebooted as a live action. I agree with you that those characters and the way the film was made, and like, I still think it stands to be a current film today. I think people can watch it and still be fine watching it today. But 
I think you reboot this as a CGI film. Similar to what the Adams Family ha has done. You know, they did the first film, they did the second film this year. Um, both of those have been received very well. And the quality of the CGI is fantastic now. So I think, I know they did a cartoon series back in the day and it kind of kind of flopped but I, I think if you if you took Beetlejuice you rebooted it in the same type of way the same sense that the Adams Family rebooted I, I think this could be done very good I think it'd be done tastefully and you know you have a chance to make it somewhat family friendly as well as something that adults still you know uh, recognize and adults still you know, see as like, hey, this is the Beetlejuice of old. So you have a chance to do both of those things uh, in doing the CGI film. I think it also, <clears throat> if I'd have to check, but I think CGI is going to save you some money and stuff like that on production and effects and things. But I think a reboot of Beetlejuice would be great. The only time that you can see Beetlejuice at all right now, and this was not a Disney film. This is the one, first one we're getting away from Disney. This film was done with Universal. Uh, Universal Studios did this um, back in the day, and you can still see Beetlejuice at times at uh, one of the attractions, um, one of the shows at uh, Universal Studios on the studio side, and um, yeah, I think, I mean, people still go there just to see Beetlejuice. Literally, I know people that when they go, they go to that show only because they want to see Beetlejuice in that show. Um, they buy up Beetlejuice merchandise when they get a chance. There are diehards there. So if you reboot something and make it done in a form that is now relevant to people today, now you've got a chance to revitalize that, increase the merch, get that IP back up and going. And maybe if it catches on later down the road, you could actually do a um, you could actually do a uh, live action reboot later down the road. Yeah, you know, if it if it comes up that it is so widely popular that it warrants that. But right now, I think doing a reboot CGI film similar to Adam's Family would be a great opportunity. And you know, we've seen we have seen a lot of times that Universal has been working with you know Netflix on things like this. You know, they have the Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous that's out right now. They've done you know Shrek. Uh, short films and things like that out on Netflix. They have the Lego Jurassic Park series on Netflix. So maybe we'll partner with Netflix, get something like that done, put it out there, and they could do really, really well. Next up, we'll talk about the... We'll talk about Clue, okay? Clue is... I, I have not seen the movie. I, I'm frustrated I haven't seen the movie. I need to watch it. But um, Clue... They need to reboot this film or even go as far as to make it take place inside Disney. And I'm not I'm not saying like like what I mean by this is they they should reboot the movie, first off. I think I think it could be done really, really well. I think it could be done really fun. But the other thing is if Disney wanted to get in on this, if Disney wanted to get in on the action, they could partner with uh, you know, the makers of Clue and do some type of Disney style movie version of Clue and it would literally be filmed inside the Magic Kingdom it would be filmed where people are in the movie going through the Magic Kingdom and they're trying to figure out how someone died in the Magic Kingdom what was used to kill them like they're they're trying to figure it out inside the Magic Kingdom and they're trapped in there thinking there's a killer in there with them 
that would be something that would be huge for the parks. They've never done anything like that where they've done a movie where it takes concepts from inside the park, outside of it. This is something Universal could look at as well. Universal could totally look at something like this, and I think it would be right up their alley. You know, do something here where it's, you know, it, it doesn't have to be based around Halloween Horror Nights. I, I don't. I think that would be the wrong direction to go with this because then you're making it too scary and and a little too predictable but do it during a normal time of the year you know maybe an evening in the summer that the special people get invited to universal to meet someone maybe it's the ceo or maybe it's a, a a park executive or whatever and that person is dead when they get there and they're trapped in the park they have to figure out a way they have to figure out one who killed him and they have to figure out you know, how, how to get out of the park, but uh, I think it could be a really, really cool reboot uh, to do this, and, you know, especially today with the technology, I mean, Clue was done a long time ago, the film was done quite a while ago, and um, technology now, the, the standards of film is just so much higher, I think it could look really well, uh, or it could look really good on the, on the screen, and uh, yeah, they got a lot of great actors I think could do something unique here so clue is one to kind of look at maybe they could do a reboot or again like i said do some kind of clue based thing with universal or disney inside their parks and that can be something during their halloween seasons that they actually do some kind of clue scavenger hunt or maybe it's a special clue after hours event where you do something similar to what they do in the movie like there's things like that that they could rake in money on and it could be done very very well um yeah, so I think Clue's one that people should look at. Next up, we're going to talk about The Nightmare Before Christmas. This one's going to be very controversial, guys. And I and I know I know people are like getting ready to bite my head off, okay? I'm not saying to reboot it. I'm not saying to reboot Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm not saying to touch Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm saying to do a sequel. I'm saying to do a sequel on this amazing film. Um, you know, yes, Disney is not known for doing good sequels. Uh, Disney is known for mostly doing bad sequels, and and that's okay, but I think they still should try. This is an IP that just with the one film, and it's a seasonal-based film, does tremendously well still today. Um, people flock to the parks to get to see Jack Skellington during Halloween season. People love watching, you know, loved going to the Boo Bash this year and things like that because they wanted to see Jack Skellington and Oogie Boogie and and Sally and and I think people just love this IP so much that there is definitely more room to grow on it. So I, I think look at a sequel. You know, maybe it doesn't have to be Nightmare Before Christmas. Maybe maybe you span it into another holiday. You know, there there are multiple trees in there. You can do something with Easter. You could do something with St. Patrick's Day. You could do something with um, Thanksgiving because all of those trees were represented. Um, yeah, I think Valentine's Day was represented as well. So maybe maybe there's another way. There's some type of other sequel that you can now do um, where you've you've got them crossing over into other holidays and things like that. Or maybe it's just something going on inside Halloween Town. Maybe maybe it's the tales of Jack Skellington or something like that and it's a it's an animated series that's on Disney Plus and it's just you know some different challenges and things that Jack Skellington faces in um Halloween Town himself 
you know, like I, I think those things could be done really well. Again, it's such a red hot IP still today. They're cult following for this, and it's a huge cult following that if you do it, you're gonna get so many people on board with it. If you put it in theaters, you're, you're gonna end up having amazing box office numbers just from the heritage and legacy that they've built already with this film. And even if it bombs, like, hey, you made the money. Um, if it's Disney Plus, there I know plenty of people that are not Disney people that if you come out with this, they would get Disney Plus because if it's only available on Disney Plus as a series or something, they're gonna get it. So this would definitely ramp up some of those uh, subscriptions and things that they're looking for right now uh, to appease stockholders and stuff. That would definitely help with it. So those are things that. Um, you know, Disney needs to look at, I think, instead of sitting there and trying to upcharge people for their parks, upcharge people for things that they always used to give for free, instead of trying to do that and, you know, ring people's wallets that way, why don't you just get more people wanting to get involved with Disney, you know, with Disney Plus and things like that? Like, why don't you do that instead of trying to take all this money out of people's wallets who are already spending a really good amount of money with you, you know? Um, and, and that's the thing. It's, and that's the philosophy here. And we're going to shift a bit um, again back to Disney is what, what's more important. You know, is it the quality of the guests that you want or is it the quantity of guests that you want? Right now, it's the quality. They don't care about how many more guests they get. They're just trying to get every little ounce out of every person who comes because they know they have diehards who are going to come regardless. But those are the people you should value a little bit more. And you should really be trying to get more people who aren't Disney diehards involved with the brand and grow it. That's that's a better focus for me and a better way to go about that would be through avenues like Disney Plus and things like that. Revamping some of these things that people love that they didn't necessarily think about as Disney and get them involved with the brand again um, with something new and vibrant. So whatever, that's my thoughts on it. Um, give you guys a little bit of... You know, options to, of things to think about. Uh, first, watch watch Clue. That's a good one that's out there. We didn't recommend that before during the Halloween season. That's a really good one to check out. Uh, the other ones would be Little Vampire we didn't mention before. That's a really, really great film. Um, my wife and I are actually in the middle of watching it right now. And really, really solid film. I loved it back in the day. I still think it stands uh, to be a really good film current uh, to today. And they actually made an animated one. I didn't know that until the other day, but they made an animated version of The Little Vampire, so that's one to check out. I don't know if it's kid-friendly or anything like that yet, but check it out and see if it is for your kids. Um, I'll probably check it out and see kind of how it goes. And, uh, you know, we'll try to remember to let you guys know. Uh, but then the other one is a Scary Godmother. That's one I totally forgot about is Scary Godmother. This is something that came on, I don't know, it's like Sunday morning cartoons or something like that. Uh, back in the day when I was growing up there around Halloween and... Uh, that's one that was actually really good. I remember it so much from my childhood. So um, I found it through the day and was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I, I totally forgot about it. But uh, Scary Godmother is one to uh, try to check out. I don't know where it's streaming or anything right now. But um, if you can uh, go to Amazon, something like that, find a way to stream it, I think that would be a really good one to uh, check in on as well for the Halloween season. So yeah, and last thing, we will give um, a little bit of a review for the Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion. Uh, we enjoyed the film. We did watch it, and the thing is, I liked it quite a bit. I had no, I didn't have any huge issues with it, but the the biggest problem I had was where the heck was Rizzo the Rat? Because they turned, they went with the shrimp guy and made him Gonzo's best friend. And in every other Muppets movie we've seen, it's been Gonzo. 
So I don't know why they went away from Gonzo. I'm upset by that. It really frustrated me. And I didn't like his the Shrimp's character. I think he was annoying to me. Uh, the storyline and plot that he had was annoying to me. And I hated that they actually had those characters going through the movie instead of them reenacting the story of the movie like they did in Muppet Treasure Island, like they did in... Um, like they did in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. I think they should have done the Muppet Christmas Carol style um, and and had them reenact it from an outside standpoint. So anyway, that's it uh, for today. Thank you guys so much. Please like, share, subscribe, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again next week.